We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice-cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, there's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. Welcome back, Green Bay Packers fans, to Pack-A-Day Podcast. This is the 90th edition of Pack-A-Day Podcast, the Vonnie Holiday edition, the Montrevious Adams edition, going way back, the John Theory edition of Pack-A-Day Podcast. My name is Jacob Morley. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob Morley. Ross Uglum is not here with me today, but I do have a very special guest um, his name is Kent Swanson, and you can find him at Twitter at Kent underscore Swanson. Kent is one of the lead writers at ArrowheadPride.com, and I thought it would be really interesting to get an outsider's perspective on some of the major issues that are concerning Green Bay Packers fans. So without any further ado, Kent, how are you, man? Good to be on with you, buddy. Yeah, you know, to, for all the people listening, this is not actually Kent and I's first rodeo. <laughs> um, we actually have a a draft show that we started last year, um, had mi- mild success, mild to below moderate success <laughs> through uh, ArrowheadPride.com. What are we, is it the AP Chiefs draft show? Um, the AP Chiefs draft, yeah, what man. 12 episodes last year? Something like that. It was a lot of fun, and like, I mean, just getting a chance to to talk about draft prospects, and we gave you a platform to talk about some of your Packers crushes some too, so it was it was a good time. Plan on doing that this year as well. 
It was a good time, yeah. And so, and we'll actually, you know, I'll plug that for when we get closer to draft season on this show as well, because it is, you know, it is through ArrowheadPride.com, which is of, of course a Chiefs website. But when when you're talking about the NFL draft, you're talking about prospects. I mean, prospects are prospects. So, Kent, before we jump into any uh, Packers situations or, or scenarios, a couple things I wanted to get your take on, just kind of uh, some rumblings around the league. One. Amari Cooper getting dealt for a first round pick today um, by your boy, John Gruden out in Oakland. How, <laughs> how stoked are you that your rival Oakland Raiders are now run by uh, the mastermind that is John Gruden? You know, if it was anybody but John Gruden right now, I'd be pretty concerned that they do something good with that draft asset that they just got for Amari Cooper. But I, I just, I, what he is doing right now is is so confounding, and I don't trust that he's going to be able to do much with the draft capital that he's acquiring. He's got a lot, but I just feel like he's going to wind up wasting it. And and I'm here for it. I'm pretty sure. I keep joking. Like Reggie McKenzie, the Chiefs drafted his son in the sixth round. You know, we could use a we could use another smart mind and talent evaluator into the into the Chiefs system. That'd be great. <laughs> well, and it's interesting too how. You know, because uh, Reg McKenzie's, you know, from that Ted Thompson, Ron Wolf tree. And so it's interesting how, you know, and John Dorsey was too. So how closely knit, honestly, the Packers and Chiefs, uh, you know, scouting department really is. Um, because a lot of those guys, and you honestly, a lot of the guys in the league are kind of that way anyways. But there are definitely some similarities there. And, and yeah, I would be pretty excited if I was a Chiefs fan for more than one reason. Ken, we're not going to be able to get out of talking about the Kansas City Chiefs without talking about the NFL's darling right now, Patrick Mahomes the third. My goodness. <laughs> my goodness. Um, and, and if, if you don't know one who follows Kent, I guess, or maybe some of you do, but Kent has really been driving the wagon for Pat Mahomes since before he was drafted. I actually watched that draft at Kent's house. And there's a video of out there of Kent holding a pillow really, really tightly to his chest and letting out a really loud yes when they picked him. And you know what? And and you've been super high on him this whole time. I've always really liked Mahomes, but goodness gracious, he has done everything you would want someone to do. And what's interesting and, and how I'm gonna tie this back in with the Packers is, you know, there's two guys in the in the NFL that can make some of the throws that you know Chiefs fans and Packers fans get to watch on a dated on a weekly basis now and that's Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers I remember in that that Dallas playoff game when Rodgers made that throw to Jared Cook down the sideline and hit uh, Pat Mahomes senior actually made a comment because I was during draft season and he said and I kind of you kind of scoffed at it at the time but he said there's two guys on the planet that can make that throw Aaron Rodgers and then my son is the other one, and that was and that's Patrick. And you know what? He's not wrong. Um, yeah, I think you know Aaron Rodgers is going to be thirty-five at the end of this year. If there's anyone, I mean, if if you're going to talk about you know passing the torch off, that kind of that freak, that freakness torch, you know what a what better guy to pass it off to than Patrick Mahomes? Can't I'm going to get? I just I just want to give you the stage here for like thirty seconds. Just just tell the people how much how excited you are. To find and give give them some back some backstory too about you know people maybe don't know um, how long of a struggle it's been for the Chiefs to find their franchise oh. guy. Us in Green Bay, we've you know I'll admit it, I've been I have never in <laughs> my life watched a Packers game without a. I mean, granted, like when you guys get hurt, but 
you know, with without a Hall of Fame quarterback under center. That's just been my fandom. But Kent, talk to talk to us about the struggle, man. <laughs> so my entire life, I've never seen the Chiefs draft a quarterback in the first round, and um, it it's been a long time coming to finally get this guy into Kansas City, and you know he's um, the, the Chiefs have really just never had an asset invested in the quarterback position of significance in my life it's always been retreads it's always been Trent Green and and Steve Bono yeah we got Joe Montana for a couple years in the end of his career I I really feel like I really feel like you're disrespecting Brody Croyle right now (laughs) well funny thing is Pat Mahomes passed Brody Croyle in like game three of his NFL career as far as passing touchdowns so um yeah no I'm not gonna disrespect Brody um no it's it's been a long time coming and and Kansas City and this this sounds kind of dumb but like honestly I think Kansas City just deserved something like Patrick Mahomes more than anybody in the National Football League as far as a fan base is concerned because we've been very tortured at the at the quarterback position there's never really been a glimpse of of potential that the Chiefs could finally take someone like this so to finally have a guy like this and for him to be doing all the things that he is um, it's very gratifying, very rewarding for the city. And, and we don't know what to do with ourselves right now, frankly, Jake. Like, honestly, we're, this is all new for us. You guys are so used to this where you're just familiar and, and expect greatness every week from the quarterback position. I do not know what that feels like. So we're all still just kind of we don't know what to do with our hands right now. Well, <laughs> I remember I remember texting you after that first game. Who did they play? San Diego? When yeah. they beat. Yeah. And. I mean, I was so impressed after that first game. I just remember I sent you a text, just "Hey, welcome to the good life." Like you got a, <laughs> yep. your window, your your Super Bowl window is wide open for the next fifteen to twenty years, which is super exciting. But that's an excellent segue into what we are going to talk about here about the Green Bay Packers. There are um, there's some, like I said, there's some hot topic items that a lot of people in Green Bay like to talk about, and we've talked about them at length. But it's always Packers people talking about them. And you want to talk about windows being open. One of the one of the main things that and you know, one of the main gripes that Packers fans would have is one, only winning one Super Bowl with Brett Favre. And now two, kind of seeing history repeat itself. And, you know, it's starting to a lot of anxiety is starting to come up with Packers fans kind of thinking, are we, you know, are the Packers wasting Aaron Rodgers' career? He's only got one Super Bowl. You know, he's been to multiple NFC um, NFC championship games, but they, they've been to one Super Bowl. They won it. Is that, in your opinion, Kent, as a fan base, do the Packers have a valid gripe there to say, hey, you've won two Super Bowls in the last 25 years with two Hall of Fame quarterbacks? You know, I mean, it's it's hard to win a Super Bowl, but at the same time, I kind of feel like, they should have been at least knocking on the door a little bit more and maybe made a couple more appearances than they have. And um, I, I've, I've kind of felt like that for a while. It's just, you know, I know, you know, Mike McCarthy, for instance, he won a Super Bowl with them. But the thing that the thing that I, I, I'm kind of curious about, and I don't know about like how you guys feel about this is like, I, I, we're, we're, we have an embarrassment of riches when it comes to kind of the creativity on the offensive side of the ball. And um, I'm not trying to like brag or anything like McVay's brilliant too in LA. There's a lot of, there's some really sharp minded, creative football play callers right now. And with a rare talent, like 
Aaron and frankly, Aaron, like Aaron's ridiculous. Like I, I have a man crush on Aaron Rodgers more than probably, I mean, the ability of Aaron Rodgers is just unreal. It's, it's stupid. I don't know why I don't see the same kind of attempt to be creative with such a rare talent at the quarterback position. And I, I feel like that they should be getting more out of that window that they have with Aaron Rodgers. Um, and I just wonder where some of the creativity is. I think that would go a long way in, in helping, you know, the, the Packers attain the things that they are more than capable of because they have Aaron Rodgers. And that's, you know, and that's a pretty popular opinion in Green Bay right now, especially because you look at McCarthy and, you, and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, you know, five, six years ago, he was that innovative guy. You know, he was out there, you know, five wide, slinging the ball all over the place. I mean, the route concepts that they were running were very sophisticated. And now it's just, it's it, it seems like the game has passed him by a little bit. Um, and I'm not fully in the Fire McCarthy bandwagon yet, but I'm inching closer to it. And it might be one of those things like, do we change just to change? And I think McCarthy actually would have a very similar or I think it would, I, excuse me, I think it would be very interesting to see what Mike McCarthy would do after Green Bay, because I think a really easy comparison to make would be Andy Reid, is a guy that had a ton of success in one place for 13 years for McCarthy, it was 14 years for Reid, you know, and what are they going to do next? One thing that Reid has proven, though, is he can win without a stud quarterback. I mean, Andy Reid got Kevin Cobb paid, right? <laughs> yeah. Who, yeah. Who else? I mean, he, he made Michael Vick, he had a resurgence in his career. I mean, he... Went I mean, to a school I've, with Donovan McNabb. I mean, Donovan right. McNabb's an okay player, but I mean, he's you know knocking on the Hall of Fame, and I think that's more because of what Andy Reid was able to do with him. Right. Well, and I think you know even Alex Smith has been the beneficiary of of obviously you're seeing the discrepancy between what Kansas City had with Alex Smith and what we're seeing now. Like Alex Smith got maximized here too, and I think that's the case with everybody. Um, you know, maybe with maybe with McCarthy, like maybe it's more about you know who he's giving authority to be the play caller like that guy's been he's been a head coach for a long time so he understands the responsibilities in detail but you know maybe it's just bringing in someone creative to to actually kind of take over the offensive play calling like what if John DeFilippo wound up in in Green Bay like think about something like that if he was the guy that wound up getting the opportunity you know, to come and call plays with Aaron Rodgers, I think that would be a, a, a great step for his career if he had done that instead of, you know, moving on to uh, to Minnesota. So, I mean, I think that it, it maybe it's not necessarily even McCarthy as a as a as a leader as a whole, but maybe it's just you know trying to get some more creativity on that side of the ball. Yeah, absolutely, and um, and that was kind of the whole thought process with bringing back Jill Philbin this year was, you know, here's, you know, an ex offensive coordinator who had a ton of success in green Bay um, record setting offenses when he was here. So they, they really talked about all off season, you know, we're going to blow up the playbook and we're going to come back and mm. uh, with a fresh new offense. And it just really, you know, it hasn't been that way whatsoever. So um, it's been interesting. And the thing is too, uh, you know, a couple of guys that I'm interested in and I don't think they're, I don't know if they're ready yet, but I'm really interested in the Andy Reid coaching tree just because Doug Peterson's had so much success. I really like Matt Nagy in uh, Chicago. Who's kind of the next guy in line, um, would you say, Ken, as far as that Kansas City coaching staff? So the guy that people are talking about a lot right now is Eric Bieniemy. 
uh, just recently promoted to the play call or to the offensive coordinator. He's not the play caller, just the offensive coordinator in Kansas city. He's the running backs coach. Um, and he's, he's brought some, he's brought some wrinkles here. I think they've been more creative with the run game than they've been in the past. Um, you know, the chiefs tie, primarily run outside zone. Uh, th- that's what they lean on, but they've, they've brought some gap schemes in a little bit. They've done some stuff um, to kind of incorporate, some looks you know they started tinkering with some stuff in the preseason so he's a guy that I think I really like as far as his energy um I think he's brought some new things to the table um that that's kind of the next guy as far as 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 the Andy Reid coaching tree especially on the offensive side of the football how long until uh is it Matt or Mike Kafka it's Mike how long until Mike how long until Mike is the head coach Mike's Mike's an interesting dude, man. Um, you know, he I think he's I think he's kind of on the Matt Nagy path where, you know, he started out as at the bottom of the rung. He I think he was the quality control guy last year, got promoted this year to to uh quarterback's coach because he was kind of working on the side with Mahomes. They they the Chiefs built a great infrastructure for Mahomes as far as development. Everybody is quarterback centric, so Kafka's kind of going up the ladder with him with Mahomes, So, you know, he's a guy, you know, keep an eye on him. I don't think it's this year. I don't think it's next year. It's probably three, four, five years down the road, but I mean, he's going to be, you know, (laughs) you never know with the Reed tree. I mean, people keep climbing up fast. I mean, we're running out of guys to, to, to groom in that infrastructure, but um, yeah, keep an eye on him. That was a name I threw out there just because I, I, cause I kind of look, he's kind of on the same trajectory as a Matt Nagy. Yep. Um, but we'll see. I mean, who knows? It, the way the Packers operate too, they usually they'll probably hire someone. We've if if they d- decide to part ways with McCarthy, they'll hire someone that no one's really ever heard of or doesn't have an impressive resume. I mean, Mike McCarthy did not have an impressive resume when he was hired. So um, who knows? Um, but so can't. So last thing, and then we'll move on from Mike McCarthy. If you are Brian Gutekunst, you have a, a choice to make at the end of this year. Um, would you move on from Mike McCarthy? I mean, I'd probably see how the year goes. I mean, you know, you never know. I mean, Aaron's on one one leg right now, it feels like. So anything he does is going to be pretty amazing. But um, I think, you know, I don't think it could hurt to to bring in a fresh voice potentially. Um, you know, maybe try to find a more creative, dynamic offensive mind to to try to 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 keep up with the times and, and kind of and, and, and infuse some energy too. I mean, that's got to, that's got to be something there too. Sometimes messages get stale. So, um, you know, if you don't see the, what you're kind of anticipating, expecting, I don't have any problems with them moving on. Okay. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of where I'm at too, is let's, let's let this thing play out and let's see what happens. Um, do they have, you know, does this team have another run the table in them? Do they have another R-E-L-A-X in them? Um, and then also they're in, you know, they're three and two, <laughs> and we're t- a lot of people are talking like they're, you know, like they're own five, but they have a winning <laughs> record. You know, they're, they're one, they're one ridiculous roughing the pass recall away from being four and two. So, uh, and then, so I think that says a lot, but, uh, moving on from that. So there's another, you know, that's, that's probably the most widely talked about topic in green Bay right now, but there's another really, there's a guy that gets talked on, talked about quite a bit. Fans are super split on this guy. Um, and I kind of want to just, I want to let you just riff on, on him. And, and what do you know about him? What are your thoughts? But that's Ha Ha Clinton Dix. 
Um, someone that, you know, he kind of gets dumped on quite a bit in Green Bay, but he's also pro football focus is like number three safety in the NFL right <laughs> now. So w- just from the, out- the outside looking in and he's, you know, he- we're not talking about Aaron Rodgers anymore. We're talking about a more or lesser known guy, probably league wide. But what are your thoughts on a guy like Haha? Elite name. Um, <laughs> also, I mean, I was a big fan of him coming out of the draft. Um, I like him. I think he's a good football player. And, um, you know, I don't watch every single Packers game, but um, he's always been a guy I've really liked. Um, it, and talking to a, a Kansas City fan, we our, our safety issues are immense, and we've been going through them like Tic Tacs. So, um, yeah, if you are complaining about Ha Clinton Tic Dicks, I will gladly take him off your plate. Um, I don't know. I, I I bet you, you know, I, I did see something about how, you know, he said he doesn't think he's going to be back next year. I don't think they don't, he doesn't think that they're going to be, yeah. you know, retaining him. I mean, was, I'll take that him. Was a weird, that was just a weird comment that he made because it was kind of one of those things where, you know what, haha. Yeah. A lot, you know, when you say he, he basically said it, like to put it in context, he said, you know, I I'm out here playing like I don't have a job here next year, which is how he should think you know it really it really is but it's just the way he said it is and the timing of it it just was super tone deaf and i just i I wasn't a fan of it Um, sounds like you guys have talked about that a little bit (laughs) yeah that's that's been discussed um but yeah so that's that's haha um and kent's right uh just to put it in perspective i mean for, for as much safety issue as the packers have the chiefs are essentially the Packers without haha Clinton Dix. I mean, that's because they got like, they're trying out Jordan Lucas, um, who's actually people like he's him. Not but, he's yeah, not bad. He's not bad, but Ron Parker is an embarrassment to football. And Ron, he's starting, Ron the pick so. six Parker. Uh, he's, he's so <laughs> ungood at football. It's just, it's exhausting to, to think about him. So yeah, uh, I'll take, if you want to, if you want Ron Parker, we'll take haha off your hands. No, thanks. No, thank you. All right. Um, kind of getting wrapping this thing up. I want to get, ju- we'll just rapid fire here. I got five names for you and I just want a one word, one word response on these players. Okay. First guy, David Bakhtiari. Good. Okay. Clay Matthews. Washed. <laughs> washed is washed hair. No, just, just, just. <laughs> He's washed up. I only had one word, so I had to cut it short. That's pretty eh, sad, but accurate. Uh, Randall Cobb. Overpaid. Hmm. Two words. No, I think you, I think it's one. Yeah. Hyphen hyphenated. Yeah. I'm going to Google it. I'm going to Google it later. I think it's one. You're probably right. Uh, (laughs) Jair Alexander. (sighs) Jealous. I thought you were going to say handsome. I got to be honest. That's Jair, not- man, I love Jair. I'm, I would love to have him in Kansas City. Yeah, he's been exciting. He hasn't played the last two games because, you know what? Hurt guys tend to stay hurt, and he was hurt in college, and he's been dinged up in the NFL too, but hopefully he can get healthy. Uh, last guy on my list, Kenny Clark. Underrated. Under yeah, underrated is gonna. I thought you were gonna say underrated or young on that. Both though. He is. Yeah. I mean, he's young too. Like what he's he's twenty years old coming out of the draft. Yeah, he just turned twenty two, I believe, and he's in his third oh. year or something like that. Twenty two or twenty three. I don't know. He's he's gonna be. Yeah, he's he's pretty good already. Um, and actually, you know, San Francisco was talking about. You know, they ran all over the Packers, and basically Kyle Shanahan came. He just basically came out and said, 
well, yeah, we just ran pretty much everywhere. Kenny Clark and Mike Daniels weren't. And <laughs> which yeah. says a lot about the rest of the nine guys that are out there. Um, yeah. Clay Matthews. You know, yeah. Sorry. Is that, a, is that a sore subject? I don't know. Like, no, I'm sorry. I, like, I think, uh, I think most people would agree with you on that. And, it, and it's too bad. You know, Clay Matthews is always going to be the guy that, you know, caused the the fumble in the Super Bowl, and he's always had the hair, and he's the all time leading sacker. But it's kind of you know, I would compare it to like when Tamba got older. You know, it's just it becomes yeah, you know, it's time. Well, um, yeah, and I think we're experiencing that. We're we're nearing that with Justin Houston right now yeah. too. So I mean, those, I, those I totally rushers, get it. Those edge rushers don't seem to last very long unless you got a really really special one. Yeah, um, yeah, because I say that, then Julius Peppers is like fifty eight years old and still out playing. Um, <laughs> So, okay, we got the – L. so I want your prediction. L.A. versus Green Bay next Sunday. Give me a score. Give me a score. And you can be honest. This is a Packers podcast, but I want your honesty. You know, I kind of feel like this is the game the Rams get caught on. I was thinking – I was looking at the schedule a couple of days ago. I feel like this is the game, actually, that the uh, the Rams get caught. Let's go uh, 41-41. 37 hammer the over packers win wow that's a <laughs> it's gonna be lit man that's a, that's I, a high scoring game um, hammer but... the over i've been hammering just hammer the over on everything this year it's been cool. insane i'm just you look, defense look at isn't real. Defense yeah isn't real no. and i mean aaron's gonna aaron's gonna catch him on like three offsides and it's gonna be delightful marcus pierce is gonna get roasted because he's playing on one leg I mean, yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I mean, I think I think there are some ingredients there for an upset. The Packers are typically really good off their bye week. They t- Mike McCarthy teams have always gotten up for these types of games. Um, you know, the very famous, you know, well, the Mike McCarthy line. You know, we're nobody's underdogs. I like that, and I think uh, so. We'll see. Um, I could. I would love to see an upset. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Packers by uh, four scores to win this game. Oh. Um, <clears throat> Homer, <laughs> twenty-eight to zero. Um, so, all right. Before I let you go, Kent, uh, is there anything? Um, so, like I said, Kent is one of the the head writers at Arrowhead Pride. Um, I'll do a little plugging for you. If you know, even if you're not a Chiefs fan, if you're just a fan of football in general, um, they do really awesome stuff over there. Um, I, I I read their articles, learn a lot of stuff from it. Um, so if, if you want to meander on over there to Arrowhead Pride, I'm sure they would appreciate your clicks. But, uh, Kent, anything you want to plug for yourself? Oh, no. I mean, you, you said it. We just we got a lot of got stuff going on. It's not always Chief-specific. We got a lot of content. We're doing a lot of film breakdowns. So if you want to learn a little bit about any side of the ball, specific players, things we look for, um, there's there's some interesting stuff there. So, we you know, we're, we're proud of the stuff we're putting out. Uh yeah, so thanks for having me on, man. It was fun. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, I also want to give a shout out to uh, to Matt Lane and Craig Stout. What are their Twitter handles? Because those are two guys that, if you like football too, they write Forever Head Pride. That those guys, those guys yeah. are awesome. So we got it, it's at Barley Hop, uh, and then at Chief in Carolina. Uh, us three and Jake are the draft team at Arrowhead Pride. So you're going to, you know, that's, that's, we're all going to be doing a ton of draft stuff here in the future. So keep an eye on that. Um, and, and those guys do exceptional work as well. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Thank Kent. Thanks for joining us. Um, 
This is again, this is Packet A podcast. You can find me at Jacob Morley, and this was Kent Swanson, Kent underscore Swanson. Um, we will catch you guys next time, and as always, go pack go. Shotgun formation of third and fifteen to the forty-six yard line of Dallas. They empty the shotgun. Cobb in motion to the left side. Rogers looks it over, gets the snap. Back pedals now under some pressure. Steps up, throws it over the middle. Good Adams, thirty. it over, starts to his left, now he moves, starts to the right side, snap to A-Rod, looking downfield, being flushed, rolling left, winds up, rainbows it high and deep into the end zone, it's high, what did it caught, it is caught for a touchdown, one kick away from the NFC Championship game, from the 41, left hand. 51 yards, field goal attempt, snap, placement, kick to the uprights, and it is right down the middle, it is good, and the Packers are going to the NFC Championship game. And what a happy bunch of Green Bay Packers. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com